Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery and today I'm gonna share with you seven things that I wish I stopped sooner in my life. I think we can all agree when we look back on our lives, there are certain things that today we're more aware about, we're more educated on, that we realize were problems in our lives or a detriment holding us back from the life that we could live and being the person that you wanna be. You realize that you wish you stopped those things sooner because the sooner that you would stop, the sooner that your life would be better and you'd benefit from it. And I've got seven things here today I wanna share with you that my life is so much better without. And if I could bring some awareness and attention and maybe you can make a change in your life based on some of these seven things I share, amazing, that'd be awesome. So I wanna pass this on to you and hopefully you can benefit from this. The first thing, the first thing that I wish I stopped sooner is being scared of failure and rejection. Oh my gosh, I used to be so scared of failure, so scared of putting myself out there, so scared of making a mistake. And I think a lot of it came because when I was a kid, I had a father that was quite negative and would always point out the negative things and be self, you know, critical of myself and my siblings and point out what we're not doing right and not getting enough praise and reward and reinforcement that I created a meaning from that that I'm not good enough. And it was very painful to experience that, especially when you're a kid. It's very traumatic. And even going to school and you, know, you turn in your assignment, you get a bad grade, and you feel like you know, you're not smart enough, you're not good enough, especially when you compare yourself to others. And so growing up and, and, and trying to prevent myself from experiencing that pain and that failure or that rejection, even I felt that in school, getting bullied and getting picked on, it's those painful events that cause us to live within our comfort zone because it's safe, it's convenient, it's familiar but you're stuck and paralyzed because everything you want, the better quality of life you want, the person you want to be, requires you to step outside of that, to step into the unknown, to get uncomfortable. And that's where life is available. That's where success is available. That's where a great quality relationship and everything you want is available in your life. And so I was stuck and I was paralyzed by my fear. And I think it was the realization of looking at the consequence of how I was living my life and realizing that even though I was trying to avoid pain and failure just by not trying and just doing what was familiar and what was known and trying to control everything in my life, I would face the inevitable pain eventually in the future of regret and looking back at my life and realizing I missed out. I wasted my life away. I didn't go for it. I had all this potential that was intact and it was never realized. And that was painful for me. 
to look back at my life and just realize, man, I didn't do anything with my life. I didn't try anything. I didn't make any attempts. Seeing everyone else get further ahead than me and growing and living life and creating the life that I could only dream of, but allowing my fear, my fear of failure and rejection to stop me. And for me, I just decided that no more, not, you know, I'm not going to live my life that way. It's not worth it. And I eventually realized that failure is part of the process of success. In fact, once I started studying success, I realized that everyone I looked up to, everyone who was an inspirational figure in the world that did incredible things, they all endured failure. The difference between success and failure is they both fail. Both people fail, but the successful person keeps going. They don't let it stop them. They don't look at it even as failure. In fact, I started to learn to look at mistakes and failures as lessons and part of my growth and allowing me to grow and get better and stronger. And in that process of stepping up my, my comfort zone and facing my fears, yes, I would have to endure the risk of failure and I failed many times, but I would fail forward. I'd fail forward in my life and I'd learn and get better from it. And I eventually learned to attach a lot of pleasure to failure and realizing that if I want to succeed faster, I need to fail faster. I need to fail more and learn from it and not, not make the meaning of it that it means that I'm not good enough. It doesn't mean that. You know, it doesn't mean that at all. In fact, it just means that I'm learning something. I'm growing. I'm getting better. So I learned to endure that and be excited for it. And as a result, my life has changed uh, in so many incredible ways. But the sooner that I realize that, I'm no longer going to let my fear stop me in my life. I'm no longer going to shrink. I'm no longer going to play small. I'm no longer going to sit on the stands and watch everyone else on the field or on the court living their life. I'm not going to be an extra in my own movie in life, man. I want to be the star. I want to be on the court. And yes, when you're on the court, when you're the star of the movie, you're now vulnerable and susceptible to criticism and you know, judgment from other people. And when you fail, everybody can make fun of you as, as a result of that. But it's worth it. The rewards are worth it. And one of my favorite quotes is that if you want to avoid criticism in life, then say nothing, do nothing, and you'll be nothing. And that's exactly what you'll be by living in your comfort zone. You'll be nothing as a result. But if you are willing to say something and do something, you can be something and you can have and live whatever quality of life you want to live. And at the very least, you can look back in your life and say, I have no regrets. I have no regrets because I lived my life fully to the max. You only get one shot in this life. You want to make it count and not waste it away. Every day, the clock is ticking. You only have so many days to live. Don't waste it. Don't waste it. That's my advice there. Number two was, I wish I stopped sooner playing video games. And it's not necessarily playing video games. It was obsessively playing video games, having my life pretty much living in this fantasy world, trying to escape reality, playing video games. Now, I was very shy growing up, and I hated school. Um, I did not get along with other kids and whatnot. So I would just go home, play video games. I was very isolated in my life. And I feel that um, the time that I spent video games many, many years I was very good at it, and it was an escape in my life. But I eventually realized that it was holding me back from the person that I wanted to be. In fact, I felt that the video games and how much I was playing it, it was preventing me of developing my social skills and my confidence and learning how to relate even to the opposite sex and meet women. And so I felt I was really behind the eight ball. Um, I, didn't, I didn't gain the social skills that other kids were gaining in school, which I think is one of the greatest benefits of going to school it's not just what you learn. I mean, that's debatable how valuable that is. But it's more socializing, meeting friends and learning to you know, go to parties and go to the, the dance and dating someone. And all of that, that helps you grow and develop yourself into adulthood that you benefit from that. And so I was really behind the eight ball. 
uh, video games for me ended up being a coping mechanism to uh, deal with my depression and my anxiety. I had a lot of social anxiety, and so it was just more in my comfort zone, and it could prevent me from facing the reality in my life and, and, and actually solving the problems in my life. It was kind of like a drug. It was an addiction that I had. And this, the, the, the moment I realized that and I wanted to make a change in my life, I got rid of my video games. I actually was really good at certain games and I had really built up my accounts to certain points. I was actually able to sell my accounts and my characters and make some money from it, which is pretty cool, but definitely not worth how much I put into it. Um, but I got rid of all of that. I got rid of my TV. I got rid of all of that and I decided, you know what? I want to get into self-development. I'm going to go out there and meet people. I'm going to make a, a total turnaround in my life and uh, focus my energy, my attention into other areas of my life. And that changed my life in so many ways. I just wish I did that sooner because I think I'd be in a much better position today. And when I look back at those years I spent playing video games, honestly, I don't really have many memories of it. It just kind of feels like a big blur in my life and kind of like wasted time. I got a lot of instant, immediate pleasure and gratification, but it didn't benefit my life long-term in any way versus putting that time into reading and learning and socializing and, and exercise, all those things, those are things that provide long-term benefits and rewards to my life. So making that realization was a big breakthrough for me. Uh, number three, the thing I wish I stopped sooner was negativity, having a negative attitude and complaining. I used to be really negative. I used to be very different as what you guys know me today. Most of you guys know me as a very positive, happy, upbeat person, and that's who I am today. But this was not how I was before. Uh, when I was younger, I was very negative, I was depressed, I was a pessimist, and I used to always see the bad in things, always the negative. That's why I can really relate and con connect and have compassion when um, I see people, let's say, on YouTube or social media, whether my video or content or someone else's, but they, they write negative things and they complain and they criticize and ju judge other people. I used to be like that and be in that world. And so I know the suffering of what that person is going through. Um, for me, at that stage of my life, um, I couldn't see the good. I had blind spots. And I realized that it was all my interpretation, that I get to interpret the good and the bad in any event. Because in any situation in life, in any event of life, what's wrong is always available, but so is what's right. I mean, think about it. Right now in the world, there's so many things that are horrible that are going wrong. People are dying. People are being killed and raped. And horrific things are happening right now in the world that if you think about it, you could be pretty loud, feel pretty lousy and pretty depressed. And you can, you know, the news is going to constantly point that out. And um, because that's how they get your attention and they're a business, they're trying to make money. The more they get your attention and clicks and views, the more ad revenue that they generate. And so for me, I realized though, in any situation, there is a negative side of things that I can look at and focus on and pay attention to. And as a result of focusing on it, I'm going to feel it or I can focus on the good. And in every situation, there is something good. Right now in the world today, there's so many incredible, beautiful things that are happening right now in this moment. People are falling in love. People are being born today in a world that they will be loved. People are kissing right now and hugging and people are achieving and going after their goals and dreams and contributing in so many incredible ways. And I don't need to have the news, you know, wait for those things to show up. I get to look for it and seek it in my life in every situation. And so I realized in every situation, there's something that's negative that you can find. And there's also something positive that you can find. And by focusing on the negative, what use does that have to my life? What utility does that have to my life? Nothing. In fact, when you complain, nobody cares. Often when you complain, it's really just because you want people to agree with you or you want people to feel sorry for you or you feel justified and you're trying to be attached to your ego and being right. 
And I realized, you know, that's not leading to the life and the quality of life I want to be. I'm, you know, I'm always going to feel miserable as a result of that. And so I made a change in my mindset and realized I want to train myself to look for the good. Whatever is going on in my life, even if it's a failure, a mistake, anything bad that happens, there's something good in it. There's something I can learn from it at the very least. There's growth. I'm becoming better. There's something good and I will find it. And as a result, every day in my life, I'm looking for good things. I'm focusing on what I'm grateful for and what I appreciate in my life, what I'm excited about, what I'm happy about in my life. Whatever you focus on is what you feel. And your thoughts and what you focus on control your reality because oftentimes when you're focusing on the negative and complaining, what do you think shows up more in your life? More negative stuff, more problems in your life. You focus on problems, you get more problems. You focus on the good, you get more good in your life. And so changing my mindset was one of the best things I ever did and has led to more, not just more success, but really happiness and joy and a better quality of life that I, you know, I get to enjoy while I'm here. Uh, number four is I wish I stopped sooner, trying to control things in life, trying to control everything and the, you know, trying to, being a control freak, so to speak, or someone that is trying to control everything, they're doing that as a protection mechanism. That's what I was doing it for. And so they've experienced pain. I've experienced pain in my life, traumas that didn't feel good. And as a way to prevent yourself from feeling that pain and that trauma, you try to control everything in your life and try to uh, you know, control your world and all the events of life, which is impossible to do. It, control is just an illusion. You have no control in life. You can't control the environment. You can't control what other people do. You can't control the weather. You can't control any of that. If you're in a relationship, you don't have control of your spouse and what they do and say. And they're going to hurt you and say things and do things. And they have their challenges in their life. And they're, you know, there's going to be pain in life. And realize and accepting that. But more importantly, learning to surrender and let go. Because when you try to control everything, you build a prison for yourself. And that, pres that prison, while it keeps you safe and protects you from the bad things from coming into your life, guess what? It also prevents the good things from flowing into your life. And so I learned to trust in a higher power, trust in God. And I learned to change my perspective, to realize that everything in my life is happening for a reason and a purpose, and it serves me in my life. That I don't know why things happen in my life, but I need to have faith and trust that this is happening for a reason and, and trust in God, trusting in my higher power that God has given me this problem, this circumstance, whatever it is, for a reason. And most often it's not because he's interested in your convenience, he's interested in your character and who you become because that's the ultimate gift you give back. It's not you know, what you get, it's who you become in life that matters and there's gonna be suffering and adversity and challenges in life. Instead of trying to resist it, because whatever you resist will persist, as Carl Jung said. But the more I just surrender and release control and trust that everything's happening the way it's supposed to, that there's a reason for this problem in my life and maybe the reason is for me to solve it and figure out and on the other end, I become better and as a result, I'm able to be a better role model, a better example, be able to help my kids, be able to help you guys. I've learned to trust in that and sometimes things happen in the moment you don't understand why it's happening but later down the road, five, 10 years later, you look back and you're grateful for that experience because it made you make a change in your life that you would have never otherwise made if it wasn't for that event. And so learning to trust in the process and whenever things happen in my life, good or bad, I just say thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not one to judge and say whether it's good or bad. That's just a label and interpretation I can create but I trust that everything's happening the way it's supposed to and I'm growing, I'm evolving, I'm getting better in my life and that's a mindset, whether it's accurate or not, it seems to empower me in my life and my life is so much better 
as a result of that. So that's uh, number four. Number five, number five is eating poorly. I wish I stopped eating poorly so much sooner, junk food, fast food. Man, when I was young, I was an ectomorph, very fast metabolism. I used to uh, joke that I could uh, follow the supersize me diet and not gain any weight. Uh, I mean, every meal that I ate was fast food and junk food, and it had no nutrition, no nutrition, no, no nutritional value whatsoever. Chips and donuts and junk food and all of that sort of stuff that you can often, when you're young, you can, you know, there's no, not much of a consequence uh, of it because maybe you have a fast metabolism, maybe you're so young, your body can deal with it and handle that. But I eventually realized that eating that way even though it was giving me instant pleasure and gratification, it was creating an addiction to sugar and junk food, but I was also gonna eventually pay the price for that later down the road. By continuously putting toxicity into my body, that's only gonna be sustainable for so long because eventually disease would manifest itself in my body. And I mistakenly thought that health is the absence of disease. It's not. Just because you don't have a disease doesn't mean that you're healthy. Uh, just because you're eating junk food and you're not gaining any weight does not mean that you're healthy and that you're fit. Because what's happening that you can't see is how your organs and how your kidney, your liver, your digestive system, all the process of your body, your blood, all of that, the river of light, all of that's being affected by what you put in your body. And I believe that by the time someone gets to diabetes or cancer or heart disease or some of these problematic issues, which unfortunately, if you look at the st statistics in the United States, one in three people die from cancer, one in two die from heart disease. You know, how many people are obese and have all these health problems and challenges, they're on medications. I think that a lot of that is related to lifestyle and can be prevented based on what you're putting in your body every single day. And when I realized that, I started thinking long-term of the consequences of living that way in my life, I started to make changes. And I don't wanna be the richest man in the graveyard. I don't wanna have all the money, all the success, and have a great relationship, a great family, everything going great in my life, but then have this one big problem that's a very difficult one to solve, which is cancer or heart disease, and have all of what I've worked for, all of what I've gained be you know, compromised and affected and die or suffer at a younger stage of life. I wanna live here and be around the longest possible. I wanna be able to be here for my grandkids and have energy and vitality and not be weak and sick and, and you know, compromised in that way. So for me, the realization of that, but also realizing that I need energy in life. When I'm putting my body, it's affecting my energy, it's affecting my emotions, my state, my happiness. It's causing, in a lot of cases, depression, anxiety, low self-esteem, a lot of issues as well, fatigue. And I had big ambitions and goals for my life that is gonna require a tremendous amount of energy. So the more I take care of my temple, my vehicle, the more I can get out of life. And realizing that was a huge shift for me. So that was a big shift that I wish I started sooner. Number six is I wish I stopped sooner pornography and masturbation. Now, I got exposed to pornography, oh my gosh, back when there was something called dial-up internet. <laughs> I'm not sure if some of you guys can remember that those days, um, but that's how old I am. Uh, you know, when I got exposed to the internet, I remember actually when I was in probably elementary school, I had a, a friend that went over to his house and he showed me pornography for the first time. And uh, I, as someone that played a lot of video games, being young and, you know, having pornography being so accessible and I think, you know, is what really built the internet, um, I got exposed to that. And when you're young, I didn't know much about it. My hormones were changing and, 
you know, there's a lot of dopamine that gets fired off when you see nudity and you see certain things like that. And I thought it was normal and, you know, other people were doing it as well. So I thought it'd be okay. And I didn't know the consequences of that in my life. And so I kind of thought it was harmless until I started to develop some awareness and get educated a little bit more. And I'm grateful that I have awareness and cultivated that because I started to see and notice, oh, wow, um, it's affecting my mood. And off, you know, it doesn't affect you at the beginning, but over time of habitual use, I started realizing it was a, causing depression in my life and anxiety, forcing me to isolate myself. It was affecting my ability to connect and relate to the opposite sex. Um, it was causing me to, to um, objectify women. Uh, it was uh, causing for me at a certain stage erectile dysfunction, which is a big problem a lot of men have. And it's really affecting me when I would be intimate with a woman and actually have like a, the real experience rather than just looking at pixels on a screen and being aroused by it, it was preventing me from actually connecting with women and having a, a great quality relationship, which is what I really wanted. And I started to research it more, become more aware of it. And I first tried to stop and realizing that you can't just stop, it's harder than that and that it was actually an addiction in my life. Um, it was something that I wish I stopped way sooner in my life, the sooner that I just had more awareness of that. And I think there's a lot of men that suffer from pornography and it's a huge problem and an addiction and sometimes they don't realize it right now in their life. And I was in denial for a long time as most people are around certain things that you get a lot of things from that are good and positive. But um, it wasn't until I started to detox that and remove that from my life that my life changed and got better. I started to uh, have more confidence and be more comfortable in social settings and situations. I started feeling happier. I uh, started to um, be more attractive to the opposite sex as well. There's something about it when you're not you know, masturbating all day, you just are more attractive to women. I don't know if it's like pheromones or just more confident and you feel much better about yourself. And then also what I noticed is that pornography would make me like a zombie. It would numb my brain and um, it would, you know, you kind of need more stimulation to feel good and to feel sensitivities of life. And the more that I removed that from my life, I reset my brain where I started to feel happiness and joy a lot more easily. And when I would be with a woman, it'd be so much more pleasurable and I could perform, I could perform, right? So uh, that's something I wish I stopped uh, way sooner. And there's a lot of great education and resources. It's becoming more uh, common knowledge, the detriments of pornography today when you do some research on it. And last but not least, number seven, I wish I stopped sooner caring what people think of me. Caring what people think of me. Man, I used to, uh, I used to be a people pleaser. I used to want to make everybody happy. And uh, I think that was because I had an insecurity and uh, wanted people to like me. And I wanted people to have a great experience with me. And I was always trying to accommodate people and um, not ruffle any feathers and uh, kind of mold and want you know mold myself to others and wanting their validation and their approval and that was just because I wasn't comfortable within myself I didn't have boundaries in myself in my life and um, by learning to be more confident in myself and love myself more and not need the approval of others but filling myself up to be whole and complete as a result of that it didn't really matter what people thought of me and oftentimes you know we worry people think but re the reality is they're not really thinking about you that much anyways it's kind of like a, an egotistical mindset to have that people are thinking about you, that you're so important in everyone else's life that they're thinking and obsessing about you. Most people aren't. Uh, there's actually a great quote that in your 20s and 30s, uh, you worry what people think of you. In your 40s and 50s, you realize, in your 40s and 50s, you stop caring what people think of you. And in your 60s and 70s, you realize they weren't even thinking about you in the first place. Um, people aren't going to bed thinking about you. 
uh, that's just you obsessing about yourself. And um, when I started to release that and actually even realizing that when people would criticize me or say, you know, make a judgment, it actually had nothing really to do with me. In fact, it was none of my business. It was actually more speaking about what that person's going through in their world. They're unhappy in their lives. They're going through a hard time. They're suffering. They're in a negative state. And you are triggering something within them. Someone that criticizes and judges you, I can promise you, they criticize and judge themselves so much more. They're self-critical of themselves and they're just projecting that onto you. And they don't even really know you. They're only basing their judgment based on one perception of you. And they don't know you as a person and really what's going on for you in your life and who, what kind of quality of person that you are. Um, so letting that go and not caring about that. And I think to some extent you still do care what people think because there is a positive benefit in, in, in still caring and having that sensitivity. But I think really what it is is not taking it personally, not making it mean that you're not good enough or that it's something personal, but really you know, that person's suffering in their life because happy people that I know, I've studied happiness, they don't judge, they don't criticize. People that are really happy, they lift other people's up. They support other people, they love other people, they focus on the good and the positive things and that's what a happy person is. So when you see someone judge or criticize, it's just really a reflection of the state of mind that that person's in and the suffering in their life. It's a cry for help. And um, when you have compassion for people in that way and realize, you know what, that doesn't have to stop me and I'm not gonna be able to please anybody. It's a losing strategy. I'll never win. So might as well just let that go and release that and live my life the best way that I wanna live it and uh, not worry about that, not let that stop me in any way. So those are seven things I wish that I stopped sooner. I'd love to hear what you think. Leave a comment below. In fact, share with me something that you wish that you stopped sooner. It could be something that I've referenced here or something that I might have missed. Uh, I'd love to hear from you below. So leave a comment. Uh, if you enjoyed this video, hit the thumbs up button. I can do more videos like this, but when you hit thumbs up, it gives me a good indicator that I should do more videos like this. And of course, hit subscribe for more videos from me. Make sure you turn on the bell, click the bell icon to turn on notifications, get notified of more videos from me. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys, love you guys. I'll talk to you again soon. God bless you, take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon.